Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I hope you're doing amazing and your week is off to a great start. Today, we're going to talk about protocols for success. I want to talk about what a protocol is and what are some examples of side protocols that can keep our weight loss off for good that can be sustainable for a lifestyle that we want. That's the goal, right? We wanna lose the weight and we wanna keep it off for good this time. We wanna make this a lifestyle. We wanna feel our best for the rest of our life. So let's get to it. What is a protocol? So a protocol is your way of eating most days. I like to think of a protocol like, your makeup routine. When you put your makeup on, you don't think about what you're doing. You have certain products that you like, you have a way of putting those products on, and it has become automatic. You've done it over and over and over so many times that when you're putting your makeup on, you could be listening to a podcast, you could be watching a TV show, you could be having a conversation with another human being, because it's become so automatic that you don't need to think about it. And you do your makeup the same way most days, unless there's some kind of a celebration or some kind of an event where you want to glam up a little bit. Maybe on your anniversary dinner night, you want to add some lashes or you want to add some winged liner or some extra blush for glam, okay? This is like our food protocol. We have our guidelines. We have foods that we eat and foods that we don't eat most days. And the goal is for our protocol to become automatic, where we just know what it is that makes our body feel its best and we know what makes our body not feel its best and we eat what feels good and is giving us the results we want most days without having to think about it. But if we have something fun coming up where we want to have a glass of wine with a friend or a dessert with our husband, then we add an exception in just like we add the lashes, right? We glam it up for celebration and we create an exception for ourselves, and we follow through with that. That's a protocol. And a protocol is decisions, That's really all that it is. Our brain wants to make it complicated. Our brain wants to make it seem like we're going to be deprived. Our brain really wants to get 
perfectionistic about our protocol and we want to know exactly what we quote unquote should or shouldn't eat, which by the way, when you're deciding on your protocol, you want to think about it like an experiment, right? It's I'm going to try these foods and I'm going to see how I feel and if the scale goes in the right direction. If it doesn't, then I'm going to tweak it. So it's like an experiment of finding out what's working best for you and your body. But in order to figure it out, we have to make decisions and then we have to follow through with those decisions and then tweak it if we need to every couple of weeks. I did a podcast. It's actually number 48. It's called The Power of Decisions. And so if you want to go back and listen to it, you can. We take all of our power back when we decide ahead of time what we're going to do. And in this episode, number 48, I tell you why it's so hard for us to make those decisions. Now, the reason why this is so powerful, if we're going to create a protocol for ourselves and decide what it is we're going to eat and not eat most days, it's really, really powerful because of how our brain is created. So we have two brains. We have our prefrontal cortex, which is the highest version of ourself, which is the part of our brain that can foresee consequences. It's the part of our brain that knows if I plan ice cream and cake every day for every meal, I'm not going to feel my best. It's the part of your brain that knows if you take a walk every day that you're going to feel great. So it's your planning brain. It's the brain that knows what's best for you. And we want to keep that part of our brain in charge. Then we have our reactive brain, our brain that's more emotional, our brain that wants to be comfortable in the moment. And if we are allowing that brain to be in charge, then we are going to continue to make choices that won't align with the goal that we want. It's just the way our brain is. And these two brains can be in conflict if we don't manage them. We want to override our emotional brain by keeping the prefrontal cortex in charge. And the way we do that is we decide. We decide ahead of time and then we talk to our emotional brain in the moment when it wants to talk us out of that decision. And just be prepared. Be prepared that if you plan lunch and now it's lunchtime, that your emotional brain is going to want to eat the cupcakes that the coworker brought in instead. That just sounds better and more fun and more comforting. And we don't want to miss out. And your brain, the emotional brain, the reactive brain is going to try to talk you out of what you planned for lunch. Be prepared. Know what's going to happen. There's nothing wrong with you if you want to eat something different than what you planned. Planned. It just means you're a human being with a human brain and your brain is working fantastically. Okay, so that's the protocol. And 
what I want to offer is that you have mini protocols or side protocols, if you will. I'm going to give you four examples of mini side protocols that could help you make this a lifestyle change for you. And the first one is a snacking protocol. Now, if you go back to some of my first episodes where I talk about fat adaption, insulin resistance, why we're not losing weight, you have heard or you will hear if you go listen to them why insulin is such an important part of our weight, right? If insulin is high and blood sugar is high, our fat cells are locked up. They cannot be burned for fuel, which means our body is going to store fat instead of burn fat. And one way we get our insulin and blood sugar down is we eliminate snacking. We eat three meals and we give our body breaks in between those meals, three to four hours in between our meals, and we eliminate snacking. Now, there are times right? That maybe you can't go four to five hours between lunch and dinner and you need a snack or something special is happening that day and you are legit hungry. If you have balanced your insulin and your leptin and your ghrelin, if all of that is balanced, now your hunger scale is going to be calibrated. You can trust your hunger. And if you are feeling physical hunger, let's say at three or four in the afternoon, then yeah, have a snack that doesn't raise blood sugar, that doesn't spike insulin. And so maybe you want to have a snacking protocol. So what I mean by that is if you know you're feeling hungry and it's not necessarily a meal time, and it would be considered a snack, then have your guidelines for your snacking protocol. Maybe you decide ahead of time, I eat a protein and a fat, and you have a list of optional snacks that you could pick from in case that happens. This is what I would call a snacking protocol, right? Maybe a vacation protocol would be wise right? Like every time you go on vacation, these are the foods I eat. These are the foods I don't eat. This is what I do on vacation. This is how many cocktails I allow myself to have. Or maybe I drink water in between cocktails when I'm on vacation. Okay. Maybe you have a menstrual protocol. I have a lot of clients where we create this because during our menstrual cycle, it can be challenging to stick to our everyday protocol, right? Our body is doing so many different things that maybe we need something more and you have a menstrual protocol. I actually have that. I can tell the week before and I allow myself to eat gluten-free cookies during that week. That's part of my menstrual protocol. And it helps me long term because I've already made the decision ahead of time. Maybe you have a restaurant protocol, meaning whenever you go out to a restaurant, you follow these guidelines. You do these things. 
And what I love about having these protocols on the side is it does become automatic. When you can give your decisions up ahead of time and you don't have to make decisions in the moment over and over and over again, you're protecting your mental energy. It's a completely different experience. And think about it. If let's say you decide that you're going to create a snacking protocol for yourself. And if you're hungry at 3.30 in the afternoon, you're going to have some Greek yogurt with blueberries. It's already been decided. Now, 3.30 comes along and you're hungry. And you've decided already that this is what you're going to eat if you're hungry. And so you do that. One, you didn't have to make a decision. It was already made for you. And you're not feeling guilty because you're not telling yourself you shouldn't be snacking. That is what happens when we keep our emotional brain in charge. So if we hadn't made that snacking protocol or that snacking decision ahead of time, then if we decide to eat a snack in the moment, it probably wouldn't be Greek yogurt and blueberries, I would dare say. It would probably be something more sugary, right? And carby, starchy, something that would spike our blood sugar and insulin. And we would be beating ourselves up the whole time we're eating that. We would be telling ourselves, I shouldn't be snacking. If I want to lose the weight I want, I really should avoid snacking. Why am I snacking? Again, something must be wrong with me. I shouldn't be eating this. And we can't even enjoy our food that we're nourishing our body with if we keep our emotional brain in charge because... It just feels like we're living in the moment. We're wasting a lot of our mental energy on the decision in the moment. And then we're wasting a lot of mental energy judging ourselves, right, for eating that snack. It's a completely different experience. If you've used your prefrontal cortex ahead of time, you had a decision, you followed through with that decision, and now there's no mental energy to be wasted. We can go focus on the things in our life we want to focus on instead of food. So some of the decisions you want to make when you're creating these protocols or guidelines, if you will, is we want to decide what to eat and what not to eat. And even for myself, I've made like a list of foods that are on my protocol, and that helps me so much. Um, You want to decide when your meals are. I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner at these times. And then the third guideline you want to decide is what are you going to be eating during those times, right? What are are you going to be eating during those meals? And for me, I plan in food groups. For me, I have a restaurant protocol, and My protocol, my decision ahead of time is if I'm going for lunch at a restaurant, I will include a carbohydrate. I'll do a hamburger with a bun. I'll do maybe some French fries. Um, I would eat a potato or rice, some kind of carb at lunch. If I'm going to a restaurant at dinner, I don't eat a carb. 
I decide on vegetables and a steak or vegetables and a chicken breast or a chicken salad with dressing. So my protocol for evening restaurants is a fat and a protein. So those are some examples that if you're finding yourself having a hard time sticking to your protocol because you maybe need a snack every once in a while or you're going on vacation and you want to not gain your weight back or maybe it's during your menstrual cycle and you find yourself craving more or needing to eat more during that time or you're you go to restaurants and you can't always plan ahead of time. It's amazing to make these decisions and to keep that prefrontal cortex in charge. My last point, having said all of this, I also want to offer that you can decide ahead of time that you're not going to have guidelines. What? <laughs> you can. If you're going on vacation, you can decide for yourself on this vacation, I'm not going to have guidelines. I'm going to eat whatever I want, whenever I want. You can decide that ahead of time and then not feel guilty. So I just want to also offer that because if you decide ahead of time that you're not going to have guidelines, then we don't have to spend our entire vacation feeling guilty. And... You'll also know what your prefrontal cortex thinks would be best for you, right? Because maybe we really don't want to not have guidelines. Maybe we really do like having some structure and being flexible within our structure. And once we figure that out, then we don't have to be resistant to our protocol anymore. It's life-changing, my friends. Let's look at Ephesians 2 verse 10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. You are God's masterpiece. You have a brilliant brain that can make amazing decisions for you. And God wants you. He wants to partner with you in this. He wants to give you ideas and help you make those decisions ahead of time and then ultimately help you follow through with them. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening to the Christian Weight Loss Podcast. I actually have two openings for one-on-one coaching, my 12-week program where you can lose 30 pounds in 90 days working with me one-on-one. If you want one of those two spots before I'm fully booked, then use the link in the show notes to have a free weight loss breakthrough call with me. They're 30 minutes, they're free, and we can see if we are a good fit to work together. All right, until next week, let's go live our life in grace, unlimited self-love, and victorious in Jesus.